Hello and welcome. <clears throat> got a booger in my throat. Yeah, take two. And now, from the basement from hell, the game show where there are absolutely no winners. Employee number one, the Industrial Accident Podcast. Hey, mister, can little kids listen to this program? Fuck no there, Junior. This show's for adults only. Hello, and welcome to Employee Number One, the Industrial Accident Podcast. Our first contestant is... I'm Leopold Jankum. I own the largest collection of left-handed screwdrivers in the country. I like to restore hospital toilets. Well, Leopold, what is the difference between a standard toilet and a hospital toilet? Um, It's mostly the height. They have them lower so that people in wheelchair can reach them easier. Oh. They just slide off? Pretty much. Like a fucking snail? Yeah. Huh. And also, they have a higher water pressure. They do. They do. Oh, fair. They got that thing that swings down like you could wash your hair with it. Yeah, that's, I don't That's even, not for your hair. I have no idea what that's for. Well, why does it hang down, though? I mean, I could see it if it, like, twisted up. You could knock the barnacles off the hole. Enough. Move on. You always got to go there. Our second contestant is... We're not going to talk... We got to go over Leopold's era charity. Well, I just got excited. Yeah. What are you playing for, Leopold Jenkum? I'm playing for my favorite charity, Breast Implants for the Elderly. Save money on tube socks, huh? Yeah. Used to be a 36D, now Hold I'm on. a 42 long. What are we considering, considering elderly here, too? Because we do realize Leopold's age. So yeah. technically, we're all kind of elderly compared to Leopold, unfortunately. I don't, I don't, I only need one breast implant. <laughs> Hashtag gynecomastia awareness. Uh, I don't have that issue, but boy, I could sure use a nip tuck on the old sack because boy, they're dragging lately. Well, I guess that's the lead into our second contestant, One Hung Low. Yes, my name is uh, Wanker. I have a photographic memory and a backwards speed walking champion. You have a backwards speedwalking champion? No, I am a backwards speedwalking champion. Oh, see, I I pictured a fellow in a gimp suit with Reeboks. No, sir. Okay. Only on the weekends. I'm Dr. Acula. Let's act like sandpaper and get down to the nitty-gritty. And we're not going to discuss my charity now? No, fuck. What's your charity? Uh, My charity is for the prevention of people who let their dogs kiss their face and mouths. That's you, fucker. You know it. Because <laughs> it really grosses me out. Lord have mercy on my soul. Um, I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 10. Chuck. Chuck's not playing. Oh. There's no Chuck. What was your name? Wayne. Wang. Was it, was not it? Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Wang Chung. What was your name, by the way? Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Acula. I know. Oh, I'm a doctor, right. too. Okay, all right. You're going to make fun of the Armenian genocide now, are you? I always do. They deserved it. All right. Uh, all right. Okay, Wayne, pick a number between one and three. Two? Wrong. Leopold, this question is for you. And the category is manure chain. Category is manure chain. Manure chain. Number 132852.015. At 11 o'clock a.m. on January 22nd, 2021, this is a freshie. <laughs> fresh, fresh, man- fresh manure is the best manure. 
An employee was driving a John Deere 4850 tractor pulling a manure spreader when the tractor got stuck in the snow. Oh yeah, January. A co-worker drove a John Deere 9300 tractor to the site to pull out the employee's John Deere 4850 tractor. Employee number one attached a chain to the draw bar of the co-worker's tractor and to the front of his tractor. As the employee, employee number one, and the co-worker began driving, the chain snapped and struck the hood of the employee's tractor. The chain smashed the cab window and struck the employee in the face, killing him. That's the second one of those. There's yeah, there's... Wow. More of the stories don't work around chains. You know, you always fear that when you're giving somebody a toe or something like that, but you never think it's going to happen. That's the second time. Goes to show. Yeah. Check your chains before you use them. Leopold, yeah. initial and current penalty match. Are they above or below $6,200? Below. Oh, fuck. You won. What's your name again? Wayne. What? <laughs> what what's my name? <laughs> Do I have a name tag? Okay, Wayne, your category is oven. O-V-E-N. Oven. Alrighty. Let's test that memory of yours. It's, Do you think I should go since I have the German first name? Oof. Seven one five six three eight point zero one five. At approximately 3.15 p.m. on October 30th, 2012, employee number one, employee number two, and co-worker number one, that would be employee number three, don't you think? You'd think. They I, were working I in a... I never understand the wording of these things. They, they were written by a fucking preschooler. Well, these four... Well, there's only three people were working in an oven filled with hot aluminum parts. The oven, a walk-in tunnel style is used to treat aluminum extrusions. I think that could have been combined into that other sentence. The oven is 83 feet long by 7.5 feet wide by 7.5 feet high. Workers load and unload the oven manually by pushing the racks of aluminum into and out of the oven on a roller conveyor system that is bolted to the floor. Oh, so they use it to anneal the aluminum. The racks are double stacked with the top rack measuring 18.3 feet long, 2.7 feet wide, and 2.9 feet tall, and the bottom... The bottom? Bottom. Was it spelled wrong, or did you read it wrong? Well, there's a gap. Yeah, I read it wrong. Yeah, you read it wrong. Measuring 24... I see the report from here, fuck. And the bottom (laughs) rack, measuring 24.5 feet long, 2.7 feet wide, and 2.5 feet tall. The approximate weight of the combined racks is between four to 5,000 pounds. After the oven's heat cycle is completed, the doors of the oven open at either side of the tunnel at set intervals. The oven temperature was approximately 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Workers wear hot mill gloves, safety glasses, and steel-toed boots and work together in teams of two to clear out the oven. Is that an amber alert? (laughs) Yeah, it means there's three people in a two-man oven. Workers are trained to push racks from the front position because there are no lights in the oven. (laughs) Just a fucking glowing heating element, I guess. And the employee can observe how the bottom rack is contacting the flange rollers from this location. Employee number one was stationed at the front of the racks, pushing on the first or second post on the right side facing the oven exit. Employee number two was at the back post of the racks on the right side facing the oven exit. Coworker number one was directly behind the racks facing the oven exit. Shortly after co-worker number one contacted the rack, 
The racks came off the rollers and fell, pinning employee number one and employee number two to the far oven wall. Employee number one was pinned toward the middle of the racks and died. Employee number two was pinned toward the end of the racks and was hospitalized for several weeks with severe burn injuries. Damn. No fines, no penalties, but I'm feeling generous. Oh, good. Wayne? Are the penalties above or below zero? (laughs) Wayne, if you can answer this question. All right. You win win all the money. Oh, we're going to get that. This is quick. What was employee number one's social security number? Um, uh, I, I don't, uh, nine. Leopold, what kind of metal were they ovening? Steel. You're a fucking idiot, too. Next. Damn, that's a little harsh, I think. The next category is up for grabs. Stick two. At approximately, oh. Two zero one seven six four zero four zero. Pardon me, I've lost all my professionality. Oh, I'm a doctor, God. though. At approximately two thirty p.m. on September eighth, well, that's eighteenth, two thousand eleven. I lost my professionality and my glasses. Employee number one of Deep East Texas Electric Cooperative. That sounds like a some kind of rap band. I'm Marcus F. of the East Deep Texas Electric Cooperative. Motherfucker. No, doesn't work. His co-workers were responding to a trouble call at an electrical meter. Employee number one and his co-workers spotted a dead tree leaning on the power line, known to them as a, quote, hazard. No shit. The tree hazard rested on power lines that were 25 feet in height. In addition, the area was surrounded by tree lines on both sides. Was it perhaps a fire hazard? It was a tree hazard, it says. Surrounded by tree lines on both sides of the power lines. we got a lot of lines going here. Yeah, I'm confused as fuck. The tree lines were approximately 15 feet apart. A bucket truck was positioned almost directly beneath the power lines. Employee number one used a bucket truck to reach and make a cut on the tree with a chainsaw. One worker, the first class lineman, was located on the south side of the vehicle observing number one cut the tree. Wait, oh. was, he, was he a lineman for the county? No. Did I say employee or did I just say observing number one? Is he slurring? A bit. Another co-worker, the crew foreman, positioned himself at the north end of the vehicle with a lineman's hot stick. Once employee number one cut the tree, he lowered the bucket back toward the bucket cradle of the bucket truck. That's a lot of buckets. Bucket, bucket. At that point, the crew foreman hit the section of the tree that was still leaning on the power line with the hot stick so that the tree could slide down the line and fall to the ground. The crew foreman and first-class linemen said it was at that moment they knew they had fucked up. They heard an arc. They saw employee number one fall to the ground with a burn wound to his upper right arm and other burn wounds above his left and right knee. Emergency services were called. However, employee number one was killed from the electric shock he sustained. Pretty substantial penalty here. He didn't have his insulated boots. That's a hazard. He, He was up in a goddamn bucket. Still. You gotta have insulated boots when you're off the ground? Well, I mean, when mm-hmm. you're working with electricity, yeah. Well, you didn't have a long enough hot stick. I don't even know what a hot stick is. I know. <laughs> it's a stick that's hot. Fair enough. <clears throat> Category s- stick two. Did that give you a hint? No. Oh. What does stick do? <laughs> <laughs> Stuck to the ground like a fucking dart. <laughs> 
Leopold. Yes, sir. Was the initial penalty $2,500 or $25,200? I already gave him the answer to that. To the initial penalty. No, but at the beginning of, before that, at the beginning of this, he says, oh, substantial fines and penalties. Fine. And then he comes dropping in with a $2,500. Well, I was going to say $2,500, but now I changed my order, my answer to the other one. You changed your order? Change yeah. order. I changed yeah. my order. Hot dog on a hot stick? Yeah. I can't believe that guy with his photographic memory. Uh, yeah, the initial penalty was $25,200. Very good job, Leopold. Wayne, current penalty was reduced. Oh, no. Was it $12,600 or $12,608? Fuckers. What was the first one? 19. What? 38 yen. I'm going to go with $12,800. $12,800? Yeah, wasn't that the number? No. $12,600. Oh. What a disappointment your children must be. Really? What a disappointment. This from you. This <laughs> from you. <laughs> and the next category. Wait, who won? You did, didn't you? I think so. Yeah, you. Yeah, Leopold takes another win. Yeah, Leopold the pole striker. <laughs> Meter reader. You guys know how to read? No. Where'd you meet I her? I don't. I failed every school. Failed every school. <laughs> every school. <laughs> failed every school. That's obvious right there, buddy. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, why real... that's why he's a pole stroker. Oh, what now? Inspection number 120-335-161. It's Leopold, not pole stroker. At approximately 1.30 p.m. on July... I'm a medical professional, may I remind you. July 11th, 1994. A little respect for my fucking title is in order. Employee number one was employee number one was attempting to read a gas meter as a residence. At a residence, he wasn't pretending to be a resident. He wasn't posing as a resident. What the fuck are you going on about? He was working at a residence. Where did you get your fucking medical license? Same way you got your uh, minister license. A dog jumped up and partially over a fence at another residence. Three houses away, and yeah, somehow wait, bit employee number one in the face. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was next door. Employee number one sustained dime-sized holes in the corner of his left nostril. Okay. Uh, that, that's a what? big fucking dog. Yeah. yeah. That's a big fucking That's a big dog. fucking nose. One dime-sized hole is bigger than most people's nostril. And this yeah. guy's got plural. In the corner of his left nostril. How do you poke a hole in something that's already a fucking hole? See, if my charity actually pulls through with this, all dogs will be muzzled. And a portion of his upper lip. He was transported by paramedics to UZD Medical Center in Sacramento, where he was treated and released. Employee number one will have plastic surgery and never play the harmonica again. I'll check your meter, ma'am. Put a couple earrings in it and go to the rave. No fines, no penalties. There was no fines and penalties? Well, I guess he didn't really didn't do anything wrong, yeah, did he? So, yeah. Dog. I was saying, somebody had to pay something. Their fucking dog chewed a hole in this dude's face. It was at the neighbor's residence. It was outside the work zone. Obviously not. It affected the guy while he was working. 
we've established he had big nostrils. Maybe they were hanging over the fence. <laughs> How big was this dude's nose? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You take a couple dime-sized... Uh, chew my fucking nose clean off my face by that point. Yeah, no My sure. grandfather used to brag he could hide two rolls of quarters up his nose. Hmm. Again with this. Knocked over is the category. Knocked, knocked up? Knocked over. Um, nobody lost... No. Well, nobody lost this last round because nobody won the last round. Leopold. Uh, yes. This is yours. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Leopold. Oh. <laughs> My bad. You forget your name there over there, bud? Of course not. I have photographic memory. That's a Polaroid, sir. I have a pornographic memory. <laughs> Inspection number 301-975-348. This was in Douglas County. You know where Douglas County is? Nope, but I'm sure you're going to tell us. Well, I evidently it surrounds a town called Gardnerville, Nevada. Employee number one was repairing a drip system line when he was attacked by a dog. What is with the repeat themes we've got going here? And the dog knocked him to the ground and bit three dime-sized holes in his foreskin. <laughs> the dog knocked him to the ground. Seems pretty reoccurring here. Striking his head. He was taken to a nearby hospital where he was treated and released. Later that same afternoon, employee number one's wife called for emergency assistance because he was bleeding from the ears and vomiting. Damn. Fucker gave him Ebola. Employee number one was flown by care flight to Washoe Medical Center. Damn. Fucker gave him Ebola. Where he died at 6 o'clock a.m. on July 9th, 1998, apparently as a result of his head injury. Guy got tackled by a big dog. What was he doing? Oh, he's trying to repair a drip line. What's a drip line? Yeah. It's like, isn't that for people that like have an, like... Uh, is like an IV? No, I think it has to do with the sprinkling system of people that have Fetzers and Forsythia in their yard. Climbing June? I... Yeah. Robbing lotus? I failed botanism. Hmm. No fines, no penalties. Boy, it's a tough game. Sucker knows drip line. You really want to keep the old people from getting breast implants? We still, really so set, cool? we still haven't set the age on that yet, though, because I want to see what we're considering elderly, and then I might I might be all in on your charity. Are we putting the implants in the breasts, or are they breast implants put somewhere else? They're called breast implants for a reason, Doctor. I didn't, I, well. Oh, somebody's been called out, straight up. Listen Clearly here. Clearly he's not a plastic surgeon. You guys want to hear a story about dogs? No. No. All right, I'll skip that one. <laughs> no, no, we're going to cover what we consider elderly. What's typically considered elderly, like 65, 70? I don't know. I, I got like a couple more years and I get that, I get like the senior discount. <laughs> so I'm just curious where you're at. That's my next big, that's my next big hallmark step is the senior discount. You know, you can't wait till you turn 16 so you can drive. 18 so you can vote. Um... You used to be able to buy cigarettes and stuff when you're that age. So you could buy cigarettes and that. 21 for beer. Then then there was a long dry spell there. Now I'm headed up for the... 25 to rent cars. Yeah. Well, my poor ass ain't renting shit but a house. But So then now I'm looking for that senior discount. So that's, only, that's the next milestone. The good thing is that uh, they sent you an AARP card in the mail. But they rescinded the offer when they realized you couldn't spell AARP. I can't spell what? A-A-R-P. 
ICUP? Gas station clerk. In one of your hospital toilets. <laughs> Gas station clerk is the category. Oh, we have penalties. We have well, actually fines. Actually, they're fuel attendants. Pardon me? Actually, they're fuel attendants. That's not what it says here. Inspection number 313-907-875. At approximately 9.30 p.m. on January 16th, 2010, employee number one, a convenience store clerk, was found injured and lying on the floor of a gas station convenience store. A lot of these are happening in January, aren't they? Employee number one had been performing his regularly assigned duties when he was held up at gunpoint by a robber. Bullshit, we know that never happens. The robber was carrying a twenty-two caliber gun, which he stuck through a pass-through window of the cashier booth that employee number one was standing in and demanded money. The booth measured 10 feet by 8 feet and was made up of 1.5 inches of bulletproof glass. How tall was it? It doesn't say, but it doesn't matter because the guy stuck his fucking hand right through the gap. Employee number one refused to comply with the demands of the robber. The robber then fired a shot, hitting employee number one. Employee number one then exited the protective booth and tried to fight the robber, only to be shot again. Employee number one died to gunshot wounds in his left mandible and chest region. During the investigation, a surveillance video was reviewed, which caught the entire incident on tape. In addition, two shell casings were found at the crime scene, one located inside the cashier booth and the other outside. Yeah, we learned a couple things there. That was a semi-automatic 22 caliber yes. handgun. Yes. Wayne. Gretzky. Wayne. Do we want to remind him his name is Wayne? Oh, me? Was oh, he? Was sorry. He, was, sorry. Sorry. There was an initial penalty. I'm going to make this easy for you, Wayne. Are you ready? Yeah. Was there an initial penalty? Um. Mm, mm. Let me think on this. I'm trying to replay this here. In my mind, uh, there was two shell casings, um, semi-automatic, twenty-two. I'm gonna go with no. Leopold, by default, you win. Hell yeah! I, your, your charity wins. My charity wins. Too. Your charity wins. Yeah, you don't win. Your charity wins. Same thing. I can't help the feel that somebody lied on their application. About? You're right. It's prison toilets. Oh, that's a whole different type of toilet. I was going to tell you, the research department recently brought me a paper, too, telling me exactly what the handle that folds down is for on hospital toilets. Wayne, you seem to become an expert on hospital toilets all of a sudden. Like I said, the research department, not necessarily me. Oh. It's to clean bedpans. Do you have any evidence of this? No. How clean do they get the bedpans? Enough. Ooh, ooh. Uh, you know what? They just rinse I'm out sorry the I even brought this up. Never mind. Just keep rolling. It's as clean as I an airport I thought maybe somebody lab. might find it interesting. I'll tell you what. That's why I don't need a fucking casserole. <laughs>